Hey, listeners, we want to let you know we're very excited about our new free webinar, How Today's Successful Leaders Avoid Burnout and Create Work-Life Balance Without Changing Jobs. We've been hearing from leaders everywhere that as leaders, you're working harder than ever, those long days, weekends, and multiple projects, but you're not having the success you desire. You don't have a life and are starting to regret the amount of time and energy you're spending at work. You come home physically, emotionally, and mentally exhausted at the end of the day and feel guilty because you don't have the capacity to respond to the needs of your family. If you're like these leaders, you're wondering whether you have the stamina to keep pushing through day after day because increasing expectations, resource challenges, and competing priorities are depleting your energy and leaving you questioning your future. We hear you and we see you. That's why we're inviting you to register for the free How Today Successful Leaders Avoid Burnout and Create a Work-Life Balance Without Changing Jobs webinar. In the webinar, we will share the secret ingredient and proven process for creating work-life balance and avoiding burnout. Go over to missinglogic.com forward slash new dash events to learn more and register. This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 220. This week, we have another Encore episode for you, and that is Attention Leaders, Busy is a Badge of Burnout. And we chose this episode because this is a favorite. (laughs) And it's mostly a favorite because we've lived it. (laughs) And because it, it, it rings true for almost every leader. It does. It's still very prevalent. And uh, burnout, you know, it remains very high today. And it remains high. I can't say that word remains. It remains high across all industries. And there's a lot of data to back this up. So the Harvard Business Review did a recent study of managers and found that 75% of managers uh, feel burnt out. And the American Hospital Association did a study on leaders in burnout and found out that burnout follows leaders home. And 65% of them don't take their allotted vacation and um, are feeling burnt out. And another study uh, showed that 41% of senior leaders in all industries feel stressed and 70% report burnout. So we know this busy is a badge of burnout is a real thing. Yeah, it is. And, you know, being busy has been an honor in the past, right? This is a leadership norm that we've uncovered after working with leaders for the last three years, right? And if you think about it, and we talk about this in the episode, what do you say when somebody asks you how you are? Oh, I'm busy. I'm just really busy, right? And people will look at you and observe you and say, wow, she's really busy. (laughs) And the busier you are, right, the better, right? Because it sends a message that your hashtag prestigious, hashtag in demand, right? And also you feel honored to be busy. It became a status symbol. So the busier you were, the better. But busy is only good until you become burned out. So... Yes, you're busy, and that may be your standard answer when someone asks you how you are. But how do you know when you're burned out? Now, just stop and think about that. And do you even really know uh, if you're burned out? And if you are burned out, what are you doing about it? Well, and if you are and you're ignoring it, that's another sign. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that you're putting busyness above your own health and well-being, right? So. Our purpose is to bust through these leadership norms that are causing suffering. And this is this is a leadership norm across all indus- industries. And we just want to continue to increase awareness 
that, you know, being busy is not necessarily that badge of honor that you think it is. And we've been indoctrinated with this, right? That being busy is a great thing, that it's something that you want to strive for. Um, but it's a false belief. It's not actually a truth. And so, you know, we want to just, um, again, bring this Heighten the awareness around this for all leaders, because it's true, it doesn't matter what role you have, um, this is a truth. And we're determined to bust this, bust this norm. <laughs> yes, and as we, um, you know, as we look at what's happening across all industries to all leaders, it's even fueled our fire more to eradicate burnout. So stay tuned. to Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. This is the only podcast that shows you how to leverage polarity intelligence, an essential competency for healthcare leaders and the missing logic in healthcare so you can create healthy healing organizations and become a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable healthcare leader. We are your hosts, Tracy Christofferson and Michelle Troset. We've been best friends and colleagues for over 30 years. And during that time, we coached healthcare leaders across North America around how to create healthy healing organizations. Today, we coach healthcare leaders and leadership teams to live thriving, resilient, and balanced lives, combat burnout, and create the best places to give and receive care. This podcast is for the unsung hero of healthcare, the healthcare leader. We want you to know we see you and we'll be here for you each week. In this podcast, we're going to challenge healthcare's industry norms, flip limiting beliefs, and share proven strategies so you can be your best self at working at home, live and lead intentionally, and experience well-being and joy. We are glad you are here and look forward to sharing the journey with you. If you aren't totally convinced this podcast is for you, just listen to a few episodes and convince yourself. Hey, welcome to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tracy Christofferson. And I am the other, Michelle Troset. Wow, here we are. <laughs> we often don't say our last names. I know, I just thought I'd change it up a little bit. You know, you say the same thing over, and when you're batching, you really feel like you're saying the same thing over and over and over, right? And batching is just doing a bunch of podcasts at one time. That's what we do mm -hmm. and how we do it. And I just thought, let's try something different. Yeah, okay. You know, it also makes it kind of hard for us to talk about current events and things because, you know, we tape this at an early point in time and you might see it nine months or nine weeks from now. I was right? going to say, not nine months. No, nine we're not, weeks. We're not, you know... Delivering a baby, Tracy. <laughs> well, sometimes. <laughs> Feels like it sometimes. Sometimes it yeah, does. Yeah. So oh anyway, my gosh. just try something different. Yeah, I like it. All I right. like to change See, things improv, up. Improv, man. She picks up on it pretty good. All right. So <laughs> are y'all ready out there for another great episode? Because we're really grateful that you're here listening. To yes, us. we are. We are. And uh, have you ever noticed that busy is a badge of burnout? It is. It is. Now, just think about this. What is the standard response you hear to people when you ask them, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm just really busy. Oh, oh I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm really busy. Does that sound familiar to you? <laughs> we yeah. certainly hear that a lot. Yeah. We've said it. Yeah. And busy is a badge of honor in healthcare, especially if you're a leader. 
And we proudly wear it because it makes us feel important. Yeah, it does. <laughs> right? It's a status symbol. If mm-hmm. you're really busy, it means, man, she's got something going on. She's always so busy. Well, what is she up to? She's in high demand. Yeah, she's in high demand. And you know what? The busier you are, the more important you are. Exactly. It sends a message. And the more value that you're bringing to your organization and to your profession, and the more you're needed, the busier you get, the more people want you. That's right. That's right. Until you burn out. Yeah. Until you burn out. That's when the badge changes colors. That's right. That's when it goes from a badge of honor to a badge of burnout. Mm -hmm. And we get it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we know. Like, the busier you are, the busier you get. The more you're doing, the more you're asked to do, right? The more you want to do. You know, like, you know, I mean, like other healthcare leaders, we love that too. We love being needed. Oh, yeah. We like to be an important, like highly regarded, right? I mean... Hey, there's a little bit of an ego part to this. I mean, really, let's be honest. I mean, well, it's true. It is true. Come on. Let's call it what it is. <laughs> Feels good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember there was a time in my career where I was a chief professional practice officer of a global organization. And then I was also um, I was also the chair of a task force for the American Academy of Nursing, and I also was the incoming president of the National Academy of Practice. I had little notebooks for every little thing, for for every everything I did. It seemed like, and um, I was busy. <laughs> yeah, and I was busy. And what happened? And well, what happened is I began noticing myself that when people would ask me, you know, how are you doing, it would be the first thing out of my mouth. I'm just really busy. And then I got to a point where I hated it when I said that. Because what kind of a response is that? How are you? I'm just so busy. So I really became hyper aware of the fact that, yes, I was busy. But I that was I was so busy. That's the thing. You I was so busy, I couldn't even busy. articulate what I was up to. Because I was up to too many things. And what happened? And... That little, I was too busy all the time was a little early warning sign that I was burning out. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a major health incident, right? As a result of it. Well, that was, that was even before then. (laughs) (laughs) Hate to admit it. (laughs) So, you know, and you know, others don't have to do this to you. Like, you know, these are self-inflicted folks, right? Like sometimes you're asked to take on more things, you know, the better you are Mm -hmm. at your job, more people recognize it, the more they want to involve you, the more you want to do. But a lot of this is self-inflicted. Like for me, you know, I, especially when I'm passionate about something like I was about interprofessional practice, right? And we were doing interprofessional collaborative practice before it was cool, right? Like we were on the cutting edge of it and it was so exciting, And I had gained so much knowledge about it, right? And I wanted to be on every committee, everything that was happening in the hospital, leading it nationally for an organization as well. And, you know, I would just, and and I learned a little bit of the ego thing, like nobody can talk about it like I can, like nobody here (laughs) knows about it like I know about it, right? Right. And you did. (laughs) Right. Well, and so then you feel an obligation, right? Like you have this expertise or this knowledge and you feel like you got to, you got to be there because people are going to be missing out if you're not there <laughs> to share it, right? And so, you know, and then I'm a maximizer is one of my strengths. Mm-hmm. So as a maximizer, you're always seeing how things can be improved and how, oh, if we just did this, it'd be a little bit better, right? And then pretty soon you've created a number of projects for yourself to do or, well, you've created the projects. You could probably delegate them to other people and have other people lead them and do them, but 
no, no, you're going to do that. Right. And so I found myself like just a mountain of projects being involved in a lot of things to do. Right. And just busy, busy, busy. And what did you say when people asked you, Tracy, how are you? I said, I'm busy. (laughs) And I didn't even have to ask me. I mean, some people that aren't seeing you, they're going, wow, you must really be busy. We're hardly ever seeing you. Right. Exactly. They even, they know you're busy. They're giving you the badge, even if you're not giving it to yourself. Yeah. So we just want (laughs) to invite you to keep your ears open when you ask people how they're doing. Just listen to see what they say. And what you're saying. And what you're saying yourself. Exactly. Exactly right. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) So if you have been doing one or more of the following of these four things, and we, Tracy and I, we've conferred, we think you are badge worthy. (laughs) Not the burnout. The burnout badge worthy. (laughs) Very close. Uh, If you say yes more than you say no, that is an indicator. And if you're staying late or you're bringing work home or you're working more at home. Or you're working on vacation. On vacation, on weekends, that's a sign. And um, if you're putting other people's needs before yours. So even in your busyness, you still can put other people's needs before yours. Or other people that are just asking you to do things, you're still fulfilling their needs over your needs. And if you're neglecting your own health. So if you're not putting the time in to take care of yourself and take care of the basics of your own health, then that's another sign too. And we know that if you continue this, you're going to get exhausted, feel conflicted, burn out. You know, it's, it's coming. Yeah. The, new, the new badge is coming. Yeah. And it's a vicious cycle, folks. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. as we said, the busier you get, right? The busier you are, the busier you get, the more people want you to do things the more you have to be careful about what Mm -hmm. you're saying, right? And uh, it's a vicious cycle. And you can really slide down that slippery slope really, really fast before you know it, right? And and eventually you are burned out. And, you know, we talked in episode 101 with Dr. Joe Shapiro uh, just Mm. about this specific point, right? And she pointed out that, you know, before we had the data on burnout and depression and, you know, physician suicides, right? People did this. They stayed busy and neglected their own needs, right? Because this is like, this is what we signed up for. This is how it's supposed to be, right? We're supposed to be sacrificing for the good of mankind, right? Exactly. To care for others, right? And as healthcare clinicians, that's just kind of how you feel, right? And many of your leaders are clinicians first, right? And then your leaders as well. And, you know, that's what happens. But even, I'm going to say, you know, she said before, right? I'm saying even now that we know burnout is an issue, these are the things that cause it. We're still doing it. We're still doing it. We're still taking on more than we can do. Yeah, it's really deep, this behavior, right? And it's so embedded in the culture. Mm -hmm. You know, so of course, when we had our awesome interview with Joe, we really do encourage you to listen to that episode. Um, You know, she really called out to, as Tracy and I have been, that we need to change the infrastructures. We need to change the culture. And therefore, we need programs, right? Um, So that it's not, so this whole badge of honor isn't really just ingrained in all of us. So we need to change it up. So if you haven't listened to her and what we need to do to put programs and different things in place, you know, check that episode out. Well, and it starts with changing just the norms of leadership. Yeah, it does. Shifting our perspective on what is required, what we signed up for, right? Um, and it starts there. Mm-hmm. So we're just kind of bringing some awareness to this, right? So we can 
do something different. Yeah, absolutely. Change that badge. So the good news is you can turn it in. <laughs> hey, here's my I badge. Don't, I don't want this badge anymore. Yeah. Here you go. You so, um, you know, as Tracy said, even before COVID, you know, this was a national priority. So this isn't anything new. And uh, we really do need some new programs. And that's why we're so passionate about our work now at Missing Logic is mm -hmm. we've really committed the rest of our career in helping leaders uh, turn in their badge and really live thriving, resilient, unstoppable roles and lives. Yeah. Right. right. And helping people to see that there's, you know, you have to care for yourself and you have to care for others, right? Like yep. there's, there's dualities here that have to be mm -hmm. managed and you... You know, if you've been listening to us at all, plurality intelligence is one of the pillars in our dynamic balance effect framework, which is about both. And it's about seeing the whole picture. It's yep. about understanding the tensions. Um, and a lot of this is about tension, right? When you're carrying, when you're taking on things, there's some tensions there, professional life, personal life, right? Taking care of others, taking care of yourself. I mean, there's tensions there that are at play right underneath this. And so, you know, there's some things to focus on, um, that can really help you. And one is that when you focus on this clarity intelligence, you're going to get some clarity. So it's all about really knowing your greater purpose, clarity on what matters most. Um, you know, what's mm -hmm. kind of driving, right. Your life and what could be driving your life that maybe isn't driving your life. Right. Right. Um, and like, you know, what are the boundaries, what are the guardrails of your life that you want to establish, right? To kind of keep you on the path to operating from that place of the things that matter most and not just taking on more things and taking on more things until your plate's overflowing, right? Right. The other is predictable results. So we know if you don't balance the tensions, right, if you don't manage the energy in your life around these interdependent pairs, um, you're going to fail. You, uh, you either get the positive results or you get the negative results, right? You're going to either experience some really great things if you keep this dynamic balance going. And again, dynamic balance isn't 50-50, folks, right? It's kind of being flexible, mm -hmm. going with the flow. We know there are going to be times people are going to give you things to do that you can't say no to. That's going to happen. It's keeping the balance. That's where the polarity intelligence comes in. It's being dynamic and not letting go of the other things that are right. important in your right. life, right? Um, and... You know, so this is 100% predictable. If you overemphasize one and neglect the other, you will experience unintended consequences and they will be negative consequences and they'll occur over time. And so that's really your crystal ball. <laughs> and who wouldn't want to have a crystal ball? Like you look in and you can see exactly what is going to happen to you, right? There it is. There right, it is, The writing's on the wall. Exactly. <laughs> in the right? ball. <laughs> yeah. And so... You know, when you leverage this, um, you know, that intelligence and this framework, you learn how to keep yourself in that state of flow and dynamic balance so that you're not overburdening yourself and you are yet still making the difference that you want to make, making the contributions you want to make, but also supporting yourself and taking care of yourself so that you can do those things. Right, right. And so you don't burn out. All right. We are about halfway through this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. And we want to take a moment to share that we are very excited about a new program we've released. Let's face it, you and your teams have been through some incredibly stressful times, and it's challenging to know how to support the team and still take care of yourself in the process. We help healthcare leaders become thriving, resilient, and unstoppable leaders. We've recently created a new self-study program titled Caring for Others Without Neglecting You. 
In this self-study, you will begin to develop polarity intelligence to leverage the tension in your life and create your own personalized strategy for balancing caring for your team and you. Go over to missinglogic.com forward slash new dash events to learn more and enroll today. So it's one thing to know about that, but a really great approach is to have an individualized blueprint that really helps you set the boundaries, that helps you be consciously aware of what action steps am I going to take so I can dynamically balance um, these different tensions so that you can survive these challenging times as being a leader, right? And uh, leaders who struggle with being too busy struggle with setting boundaries. Now, that's something we can tell you a for little sure. bit about, right? <laughs> well, it's like guardrails. They keep you on the road. Yeah. Right? And boundaries keep you in line, right? And, yes. uh, and so they're the same thing, right? Yeah. Otherwise you're, you're veering off in different directions or right. Like you find yourself in a pile up, <laughs> right. With lots of things piled up on you. Well, you know what, Tracy, and just like you were talking about your passion for interprofessional practice and, um, you know, I just know the things I was doing too. I was so passionate about it. Our passion can get in the way of our boundary setting. There's just unquestionably. So, um, yep. You know, it's just really important to stop, do some thinking, explore your beliefs about boundary setting. What do I believe? Do I even think about it for one thing? What Mm -hmm. do I believe about it? Um, Identify key boundaries that may need your attention, you know, give that some thought, whether it be family or colleagues or, you know, just work, uh, whatever it is. And then create strategies on setting and keeping those boundaries. It has to be so much in your conscious awareness. Oh, yes. Yeah. Really? You know? It it does. It does. And this comes from lessons learned, folks. Mm -hmm. There weren't any boundaries. (laughs) Sure, I can do that. Okay, yeah, no problem. I got that. You know, and then you're like, oh, what did I just do, right? Yeah. So you don't want to get to that point where you're saying that. Like, oh, my gosh. Why am I doing all this stuff, right? Or or having your family go, who are you? <laughs> Where'd you come from? We don't know you anymore, right? Because you're so busy, right? So, so busy. wound up in the things that can be really great things. And sometimes it's really hard to make that decision to not do something. Oh, right? it's very hard, I think. And you feel guilty, you know, like you feel guilty uh, saying no, right? Uh-huh. Especially when people that you admire or, you know, that you you highly value their perspective and their opinion and they're coming to you saying, wow, you've got this great skill and gift and knowledge and expertise and you feel guilty going, I can't do that, right? Um, so you got to just really be thinking about the boundaries are for you though, Right. It's not to keep people out. It's not to prevent opportunities. It's to help you stay healthy and at your best, mm-hmm. at your very best, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not a, so much about the other people. Right. It's really about you. And this is to protect you, to guard your life, to guard you so that you can stay connected and on the path related to the things that matter most to you and you don't lose track of that, right? Right. Um, and you, you might not even know the biggest barriers, Mm-mm. right, to, to those boundaries yet, right? 
So it's just kind of like stepping back and, and you want to just state your boundaries in a very positive way for other people. So, yes. you know, and even practicing it. Why? Why is this important? Like, mm-hmm. why am I setting the boundary um, so that people understand? And you can set boundaries and not tell somebody this is a boundary, right? Like, and you can, somebody requests you to do something, you can put a pause and say, gosh, I just really appreciate this opportunity. I'm so honored that you're asking me to do this. I'd like to take a little bit of time to think about it, you know, and come back. You know, this is a Mm -hmm. big commitment. I want to come back to you. I want to be sure that I'm able to do this and just say, I'll get back to you within whatever, two, three days. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you can pause so that you can honor your boundary (laughs) because in the moment it's not so easy. Right. 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 In the moment, it's hard to say no sometimes. So to give yourself a buffer, right? And then when you respond to them, let them know in a very positive way why you're saying no. That doesn't have anything to do with them or the opportunity, you know, that you're being very thoughtful and intentional and they will have such respect for you. Yeah. People really appreciate that. I have found like when I've. Yeah. You know, I've been exercising my no muscle a lot more in the last four years and um, it gets easier and um, people really respect that. But when you have your boundary and you know, yeah, then you can, you know why you're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. You're very clear and intentional. And when you don't have that, you're not. And so your likelihood to say yes is going to increase, right? So it's about having this strategy, being very clear about it. And I think the biggest thing is your own boundaries, right? Like, I mean, there's boundaries around opportunities, but for yourself, you have to really step back and say, okay, what am I giving up, right? Like you got to really know the risk. You got to know what you're sacrificing. So it's to say, if I say yes, something's got to come off of my plate. Mm -hmm. I've got to say no to something else. And is there anything that isn't what matters most to me right now, right? On my plate. Now, there may be some other things that you've been wanting to say no to, and that works out great. And you go, nope, and you take on the new thing, right? But you shouldn't put anything on your plate unless something's coming off your plate, right? Yep, yep. And you just want to have your own care, you know, the kind of the characteristics of the things that you're going to engage in and the things you're not going to engage in. Just know that in your heart and soul, and you can stick to it. It actually makes it so much easier oh, when you do that but ahead of time work. Yeah. Um, it just, it is, to me, it's just been a game changer. Like yeah. just knowing, knowing I'm going to say no to things. And then when they come up, just knowing that's what I'm going to do. And it so it just makes it so much easier and yeah. to your point too, being thoughtful about how to say it and so forth. But And if it's not within these, this exactly. guardrails, it's a no, it's an obvious <clears throat> no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I say no all the time. <laughs> She's really good at saying no. I'm still working at it, but I'm getting a lot better. You, she is, she has I mean, great strides, folks, I will on, tell you. Come on, pat me in the back, she, Tracy. Well, part of it, part of it, she knows I'm going to get on her. Because she, <laughs> she tends to say yes. But she has been very good and she I've has been, been no. informing me of all her no's. I always make sure she knows. She, I said no today. <laughs> Which I think is I was good. asked if I could do this and I she's, said no. She's proud to say well, no. I, I realize proud to say no now. I have to be transparent you know, yeah. about it. So yeah, it's, it's really true. good. It's so good. It's yes. very good. So what we want you to do, our call to action is for you to just assess yourself. Where do you sit with this badge of burnout? Where do you sit with it? Um, and just listen to yourself. How often do you say, I'm fine. I'm just really busy. So become much more aware of what your response is to that. Yeah, and you can even ask somebody, like ask somebody 
to watch it for you because you might like your husband or your family or, you know, ask some other people, keep track of how often I say this. Like, cause you don't even know when you're saying it. I don't know what, sometimes you don't. It's so subconscious. It is. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Make a game out of it. Keep score. (laughs) Five bucks for every time you say you're busy. Ooh. (laughs) Consequences, consequences. And then, you know, take a look at your plate. What is on your plate? Evaluate what's on your plate, you know, and and really think about where do I need to set boundaries? And are you on your plate? Yeah. Are you on your plate? Very good. Are you on your plate? Are you on your plate? I mean, really? Yes. Because most of the time you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Uh, Another thing that, and I think this is really important too, is it's not just about you. It's about listening to your colleagues too. And I think we have to help each other out. Sometimes, you know, like Tracy, you just said, sometimes you don't even realize what's coming out of your mouth. Um, So just listen to your colleagues' response. What's coming out of their mouth? How busy are they? And do they need help setting boundaries? And, um, you know, ask them. You might have to ask them, give me your badge. (laughs) Give me your badge. (laughs) Turn over that badge. Give me your badge of busy before it turns into badge of burnout. So Mm -hmm. be thoughtful about your colleagues that you work with on a regular basis or those that you are concerned about because you know how much is on their plate. And um, if you're a healthcare executive over leadership teams and you're concerned about their busyness turning into a badge of burnout and eventually even resignation, which is, we know, very much on the minds of healthcare executives right now, you know, we would love to talk to you about how we work with leadership teams in healthcare organizations as well. Because what we're finding is as we go on with the pandemic, the busyness and the hecticness is just continuing to grow and people need help. They need help. Well, they do. And I think um, they need help individually, but they need help collectively. And what we found in working with teams of leaders is when they have a common language and a common framework, they can help each other. Yes. It gives them some, you know, some common understanding and knowledge around how to manage these challenges. And, um, and so the framework is very helpful in Mm -hmm. having that understanding of what they're experiencing individually and collectively because it's impacting the whole organization. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, if you keep wearing that, you know, badge of honor that's turning into the badge of burnout, that's exactly what's happening, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You keep going down that path without a strategy. What's going to happen is someday, right, you are going to hit the bottom. You are. It's 100% predictable. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, just look at the growing burnout statistics, right? We know exactly what's happening and depression and, right, and suicide rates. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah. You know, we keep doing the long hours. You keep sacrificing your health and well-being, right? Not having your needs met. All of that culminates into really, really poor physical, mental outcomes. Right, right, right. And that's not the badge you want to be wearing. No. So imagine turning that badge in. What would look different, right? You could be balanced, comfortable with having your boundaries in place. You're all set up. You know, you're spending time with your loved ones, your family. You got everything kind of right-sized and you're really experiencing that healthy and resilient life. Yeah. And that's what thriving, resilient, unstoppable leaders do. Those true leaders, right? right? They turn that badge in. They say, no, I'm going to set my boundaries. I'm going to get really clear. And I will choose 
what I'm doing Mm -hmm. um, as much as I can, right? Again, understanding. There's always things that are given to you as a leader, a part of your responsibilities, things that come up. This has been a very challenging time. We're not denying that. There's a lot more on your plate than there probably was even six months ago, let alone 18 months or 20 months ago, right? Um, But it's really about making some other choices and having some great balance, in regards to that and mm-hmm. not letting that badge turn into burnout. So saying no when you can and when you should um, based on the guardrails you've established. Right. Right. All right. 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 So everybody's turning in their badge turn of burnout. Badge. We're going to just uh, work on that busyness. Right. Turn that, it down. Yeah. Turn it down. Turn it down. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's uh, it for today. Wow. That was great. Such yeah. an important topic. It is. And we know it's, you know, these aren't, uh, we don't say this flippantly, right? Mm-mm. We know it takes work. It takes intention. And, but we're confident you guys can do it. Yeah. We know you can. We want to see more healthy, vibrant, resilient, thriving leaders than burned out leaders. So turn okay. in that badge. Yeah. Right. And uh, we'll see you next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay thriving. (laughs) See you next time. See you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, now a top-rated podcast for healthcare leaders. Please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit. We are certain that if you found value in it, they will too. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And also, it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.